This is the Dead Set Legends podcast on the Listener app with Wendell Saylor, Jude Bolton and Gus Warland. Each week, they bring you the big stars in sport, discuss the NRL issues of the week and have a few laughs in between. Let's get into it. Welcome back, boys, and welcome back to all our listeners. It's so good to see you, boys. Freedom Week has happened in Sydney. I've been out every single day. Jude, you had a massive lunch yesterday. You are literally half the man you were before you went for lunch yesterday. Well, You're battling just, through this morning, aren't you? Let's just say I didn't do a lot on Freedom Day. I worked during the week, so it was a bit, you know, a bit, bit of a quiet lead-in. But I had a fair shot at the stumps yesterday and I had a real go at it. So. I reckon you hit them all and they was yeah. run out by a few inches. How about you, Dill? You're unvaxxed, so you're not going yeah. out. I'm, I'm not vaxxed. I, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm vaxxed. Um, I'll get vaxxed <laughs> on um, the 28th. For me, it wasn't really, I wasn't really rushed. I didn't really care. Okay. I've got other things going on in my life, so um, it wasn't a priority for me. But I'll get vaxxed. You're taking it easy. So yeah. d- did you play golf this week? No, then? I actually just rested this week. I just actually had some time to myself. You're looking um, good. I mean, are you yeah. still Yeah, just a little bit of time to myself, a bit of Netflix. And just I just actually slept this week because I've been doing a lot in the last sort of month and that. So What's uh, that Squid quite... Game, the Squid Game thing on Netflix? Netflix. Apparently everyone's watching oh, that. Are you watching I've, that? I haven't seen it yet. No. Have you watched I've, it? I've watched it. Yeah. Is it good? Yeah, it's good. It's Brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. You'll love it. Yeah, I've heard. I've, you wouldn't my... survive. You would not survive. <laughs> I heard that I would be out early. <laughs> early. Um, so much going on in the game of rugby league, and obviously there's something that yeah. was very, very important to your heart with Norm Proven uh, losing his oh. life during the week. We're going to do a tribute yep. to him in a moment, but just tell us about that. Oh, just an absolute gentleman of the game. We know he's an immortal, you know, obviously won, you know, premierships um, as a player and a coach, yeah, and just every time he sort of walked into the room, he just had presence about him and he just had time and he's, he's a, he was a massive man. He was like, um, huge hands. Oh, just yeah, yeah, everything about him was huge. Um, and he was just gentle. Cause I know when I came back from my suspension and he asked me what my age was and he said, mate, you got a couple of good years in you, mate, you know, That's so good. always really positive, mate. So, for one of the greats to sort of take sort of me in and give me confidence, you know, um, that's what I really appreciate. But when you actually did an interview with him for uh, Win TV, yeah, Wendell's, uh, rap. Wendell's rap, yeah, and we're about to play it now, what was it like for someone like you who wasn't a journalist, you know, you're not a TV professional, to actually walk up to him and have this sort of interview? It was just great. He's just so open. Like, as soon as you ask him a couple of questions, you know, about the modern game and back when he played, uh, he's just you know, so accommodating and um, really positive. And I just, you could just see why he was such a good leader of men, but also why he was such a winner. Yeah, so. fantastic. Well, let's hear that yep. interview now. Well, as we know, rugby league, the game never changes. Certainly generations pass, but this bloke is one of the most capped Dragons players of all time. And you know who it is? Norm Proven. Mate, great to have you here on Wendell's Wrap. Thanks, Wendell. It's very good to be here. Mate, how do you, how do you win 10 grand finals? Can I ask that? I mean, to win 10 in a row, unbelievable. And Well, it was done naturally. You only take it one year at a time. And we had good management. The likes of uh, our directors and selectors at St George uh, during that era were uh, vastly responsible, mainly responsible, by getting the right players together all at the one time. And uh, when we needed a player, they'd go and buy a player and pluck him and put him in. So the premierships came one after another. Nobody starts looking at at, uh, ten in a row. They're just looking at one and then another one and so on. And, and we had we had those directors and those selectors that, that knew what a football looked like. So we were lucky. Well, I know you were lucky. Uh, you know, 10 years, uh, 10 premierships, I mean, the game's changing now. Uh, we see a lot of wrestling, a lot of grappling. Um, for you, what's your take on it as, as an ex-coach and an ex-player um, and obviously one of the legends of the game? Well, I, I think most of that is, um, is due to the referee letting it happen. 
I don't know, uh, I'm not a, a student of the, the local rules, but to have three and four people all over one, one person with the ball is just absolutely ridiculous. Uh, if they had limited it to two, the first man in underneath, the next, second one over the top, uh, that's it. If anybody else goes in, penalty. Uh, get on with the game. Uh, I think that's what we should do. I think we, we just have too much wrestling in uh, on the ground and I've seen players walk for you know, almost 10 metres yeah. with three fellas, nobody around their legs. I know I'm being critical yeah. like a, an old veteran that, that has never made a mistake. <coughs> I made plenty of mistakes. 100%, yeah, we, we all have. But um, yeah. uh, that's a criticism I've got of this game. We just need to play the ball quickly, get it going. Same, both sides do the same thing, so it, it's not being... Uh, it's not as if it's favouring any one side. Oh, I've got to ask, uh, we've got some wonderful talent in the game. Uh, Jonathan Thurston, obviously we've got young, you know, young guys like uh, Jack DeBellin. Um, for you, who do you enjoy watching? You know, Cameron Smith, Billy Slater, Paul Gallon, I mean, is another good player. For you, who do you sit down and, and like, to, uh, like to enjoy? When I get asked that question, it's like being asked, well, who's the best player? Yeah. I, I never answer it okay. directly because yeah. you can't. Uh, I like watching all the good players. Yeah. And, and sometimes the good players don't perform. The great players perform all the time. Uh, good players, uh, you can you can shut them down, uh, and that's what they do occasionally. They shut them down, and and that's the job of the, the referee. Yeah. Shut them down. Shut them down. Well, I'm going to ask you this: uh, How are New South Wales going to uh, beat Queensland this year in the Origin? And uh, the second question I'll ask is: um, Who should they pick? Who would you have on that side? Just one player that they need, is it Gallon, um, to turn the tables on Queensland? The competition in Sydney was much uh, more severe and better, hard competition, than it was in, in Brisbane or Queensland. So the players that we took down there, were the Queenslanders, they were honed into good footballers. And they went up, back up there to play against their teammates and so on. And that's how they won those games. The very first time they bought in State of Origin, we lost it. Well. They, uh, they, they brought the big fella in um, and uh, he, just, he just killed us. Well, mate, I'm going to leave you on this note. Mate, for 80, um, you look unbelievable. So hopefully when I'm, I'm your age, uh, I look as good as you. <laughs> Thanks, Wendell. Have a good day. Thanks, mate. Thanks for joining us on Wendell's Wrap. We're talking now about the 17th team, Dell, that have joining the NRL, the Dolphins. They uh, have got the, the gig and it looks like Bennett has signed a million dollar deal a year to be their coach. Yeah, it's the best. What do, you, what do you think about that firstly? And then secondly, if you're the CEO and you're the main man, who do you absolutely need to have to that marquee player to build the team around? Yeah, look, I think, you know, they're all talking about Cam Munster and obviously he's gone a bit of a, through a rough patch the last six or 12 months. But people, you know, they, they love um, they love a redemption story. And obviously this year or next season, he's going to be off the drink. So um, he's a guy that comes into calculation. But for me, I think Caelan Pong is your guy. Okay. Caelan Pong, just because... Like, you know, whether it's the women, whether it's the men, you know, KP, I think he's just a, such an articulate young gentleman. And, and the kids, you know, like when Benji sort of set the standard, kids want to follow him and do his thing. So I think he's got a great brand. And I just think you could just sell, because, you, you know, you're going up against the, the Lions and obviously the Brisbane Broncos. So I think... Does Carl it have Pongers to be a Queenslander? They're both Queenslanders. You no. spoke about Ponga and Munster. Does it have to be a Kiwi from, sorry, a Queenslander from that area? No, I don't, don't, don't think it has to be, but I think it helps, you know. I think, you know, I look at a guy like Harry Grant. He's another one they could use. Um, and Christian Walsh, you know, those sort of guys. Because Christian Walsh is a senior player. I mean, it's a different, different like, signing. 
but you want to sign a guy like him because you know going forward he's going to be good for your culture. There's a big article in the, in the Telegraph today saying uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard's set to abandon the ship at the Eels and potentially sign up with them. That'd be a huge signing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be a great signing for um, Great move for him, but great signing for Redcliffe. Because Redcliffe, I don't know if people know, it's about 40, 40 minutes probably um, uh, north north of... Um, the, of Brizzy? Yeah. So, you know, and then you got Clounder next. So um, it's it's a beautiful spot, really good but golf they, they course. They could be a power, powerhouse, couldn't they? Like, no, no doubt. Man, they've, had so much, they've had money for a long time, and Redcliffe are a very good club, you know, proud juniors. So um, we're are, call it, are, we, are we calling them Redcliffe? Because Redcliffe's out. No, it's the it's Dolphins. Dolphins, sorry. Yeah, right. sorry. Yeah. So, no, but I know that's what yeah, they're calling yes, at the moment. Yeah, sorry, mate. Yeah, well, Dolphins, yeah. Strong, strong leagues club, plenty of dough. Yeah, mate. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful area. Like, it's just, mate. It'd be a great, a great place to be a young bloke and also bring up a family there. Okay, so Wendell Saylor is 24 years of age. Yeah. He's played for Australia, played for Queensland, won a comp at the Broncos. This comes up now. Would you go and sign with the Dolphins or would you stay at the Broncos? I mean, I'd go, and, I'd go to the Redcliffe Dolphins. I reckon it would be a great challenge. And, you know, I think they're going to get a bit of uh, bit of help through, through their um, building process. So, um Mate, I'm excited for them, but I just I just can't believe Wayne Bentley. He's, he's the best. He, he is just, the best. He can walk into a job, can't he? The big, but, but fair play. Yeah. He's got an unbelievable yeah. CV. He deserves that. Let's go through this list, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dill. Some of the potential foundation dolphins there's, there's been touted, like yeah. Regan Campbell-Gill, as we spoke about, Joey Manu, yep. Cody Walker, Angus Crichton. Well, let's, not, yeah. let's not see that. Like yeah, no, Brandon, no, no, let's cross Angus uh, Crichton uh, off. Brandon Smith. Yeah, Billy but, Army like, yeah, Brandon Smith. Yeah, that'd be like, it'd be great. Uh, Brandon Smith would be he'd bring something to that culture, and obviously, look, I think Kickout would be a sensation there. But it just it's a big move for him, you know. Like he he needs a bit of foundation, or these players laying that platform for him makes it a bit easier on him. And at the end of the day, they've got a salary cap, right? These yeah. guys can't just yeah. like we don't want another Queensland team coming in and just dominating. We want them down the bottom for a while, exactly. <laughs> Surely. Surely. Yeah. We Surely. want them down the bottom, don't we? Yeah. Wayne yeah. Bennett, team led wooden spoon. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Now, I can't wait to speak to this next guest. Our next guest is a rugby league great. He clocked up an impressive career playing for the Rabbitohs. Incredible hit. Sea Eagles. He's trying to lift his side. Cowboys. Crunch. And even the Wigan Warriors. And a thunderous tackle. Playing a total of 213 first grade games. He also famously played for State of Origin. There's Jason Smith on the ground still. And represented Australia. But as impressive as his on-field career was, it's his off-field career that'll continue to leave a lasting legacy. He was the first ever NRL player to come out as gay and he continues to put in the hard work for future rugby league players so they feel safe in their sexuality. Please welcome Dead Set Legend, Ian Roberts. Ian Roberts. Yeah, he is a Dead Set Legend. We've got him on the line right now, Del. Yeah, Robert, how you going, mate? It's Del, mate. <laughs> Hey, Del. Mate, that's quite an introduction. I don't, know I, I don't know if I could quite live up to that, but thank you. Very flattering, mate. Very it's flattering. a pleasure, brother. Mate, what have you been up to? I know you do movies, and obviously I see you doing a lot of um, you know, community stuff. What's big for you at the moment, mate? Uh, mate, I've been doing a bit of advocacy work for uh, for Lifeline, which I'm a big supporter of. Just at the moment, we're coming to the end of Mental Health Month, and Lifeline has just got a, a new resource that they put online, so I'm giving that a bit of pump. It's a mental health hub. People just go to life, lifeline.org.au and access those new resources. Physical fitness having a positive effect on your on your mental health. You know, going back oh, to that Lifeline stuff, what how important is it, mate, to combine those two things together? Mate, absolutely, and, and, and I think what we've just gone through over the last three months, you know, with uh, with COVID 
COVID and not being able to access, for me, the, the mental release, of the, the, the relief I get from, from, from physical training, I, I, it can't be put into words. Uh, and I've always found my physical exercise is far and away the, the best resource for me. Uh, but everyone's got their own thing. That's why um, that's why they, you know, Lifeline and, and, and those services are available, mate. If anyone's ever feeling down, this conversation needs to be had. It's okay to reach out. Mm. Uh, 13, 11, 14 for anyone who, who feels like that, you know, they're confronting any any sort of thing where they're not feeling safe or, or they're feeling unsure or any sort of like uh, mental trauma or, or, or crisis, it's okay to speak to these people, mate, on the other end of the line. I've used Lifeline in the past myself, mate, uh, a couple of times. And it was just the, you know, f- for me, the second time I used them, I was I was in a, a, quite a bad way. And I uh, it was just having someone to listen to me on the other end of the phone and validate what I was feeling was... Yeah, sure. Uh. Robert, it's Jude. I just want to touch on, uh, you know, the issues of concussion in the game I guess like you put your body through so much during your career and you've spoken you know since around you know memory loss and you know irreversible damage on your brain is the game doing enough around concussion in your eyes mate another good conversation to be had um and you know in in truth I think there's more the game can do that's probably a better way of putting it mate I um you know this this is all still it's it's all feeling new territory you know it, it is like we, we just don't know enough yeah. um, about the mental situation and, and um, the, the, the trauma that, you know that, I mean I mean we, what people don't realize and I hate to use this hard language is when we talk about concussion we're talking about brain damage yeah. every single time you know like concussion seems like a soft as a, like an alternative word to use because but it, you know it's a form of brain damage and that's what people need to realize it's like you know anytime you um, and, and there's multiple times for the game with hard knocks and, mm. and tackling it. So it makes a conversation we need to have. Is, you know, we need to put more resources into it. Um, and, you know, it, it's still, there's still a lot of learning to be done, mate. Mm. Robo, what would your advice be to, to a young person struggling to come out at the moment? You know, I know a, a lot of young kids struggle, and obviously it doesn't help when people sort of, you know, sort of go against it. So what, mm. what would you, be, what would you say? Mate, it's you know you've got to feel safe, and like, like, there's there's no right time and no I mean well no I shouldn't put it like that yeah. there's no right time wrong time but what I mean by that I mean the only time to do it is when you feel safe you're in a yeah. safer environment you feel comfortable and you have allies around you you know like allies doesn't just have to be like like uh, family uh, and friends it's a, it's a supportive network. Um, it's made it's 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 a really difficult time for um, anyone who's dealing with you know with their sexual identity issues or um, uh, yeah it, it may it, it's it is a frustrating time and regardless of the age um, but you know the, the first and foremost but they have to people have to feel safe mate but like, yeah. and that's why you know it's like I came out well I don't know what 30 years 30 odd years ago yeah and I would I would have thought that 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 uh, I would have thought that. In the three, you know, the three uh, national games here, we have the, um, the AFL, the NRL, and the ARU. I would have thought that there probably would have, you know, that there would have been more people mm. potentially come out. I'm not saying that there is definitely, you know, like um, LGBTIQ plus people playing in those sports, but and the reason people haven't come out because people still don't feel safe. Mm. Because if they did yeah. feel safe, they would. Robert, so, I mean, Robert. Just, when you've got women now being dominant in those sports and they're very feel they feel safe to come oh, out. Why is well, it with mate, the males they do, but the females are leading the way there? I made exactly. I mean, women, the women's sports have got it all like are all over this, are all over this space. Mate, they're fantastic, and and I, I absolutely agree. Me, why is it? I'm going to ask you. I'm going to put that out there too. Why is it? It's mm. because it's, it's because people like guys and 
that men mentality, whatever that is, that, that, that in a lot of circles, being gay is still seen as being a, a weakness. Yeah. There's still that, we're still battling that conversation, man. Education needs to start early to, to, to just to move beyond that. But this is where we're at, and let's deal with it. I'm sure people get sick of hearing my voice or, or, or pushing these types of conversations, but people have got to stand up and say, you know, it's okay to talk about this. It's Absolutely. Okay. And if you keep talking about it, we'll keep talking about it. We will definitely get there in the end. Robbo, thank you so much for your time this morning. Thank you very much for allowing me to speak. Like anyone out there who feels any sort of crisis or, or, or doubting themselves, you know, please, 13, 11, 14, Lifeline are there to help. Gus Warland here with Jude Bolton and Wendell Saylor, and this is the Dead Set Legends Judiciary Boys. Uh, we get questions from our magnificent listeners, and I love this. We're the brains trust, apparently, Are to we? come up with all the uh, answers. Well, so let's go now, boys. We have an interesting debate to tackle this week. Uh, one of our listeners, Mark from Sutherland, has emailed the below. So listen up, Gus Judell. What are your thoughts on players mocking opposing teams? We saw the way the Panthers carried on with uh, Kickhouse singing the Rabbitohs Glory Glory team song on their celebrations. A similar story was LeBron and, and, and uh, famously mocking the Mavericks back in 2011 and fake coughing because opposing player Dirk Nowitzki was supposedly yeah. sick leading up to the game. Do you like it? Does it show confidence and passion or is it disrespectful? Look, I, I've had coaches a lot, a lot of times during the career where they just basically said, don't give your opponents a leg up, you know, like there's no, you don't give them extra ammunition. And I, I think there's, there's been a bit of carry on from the Panthers since they, they yeah. won. And, and I guess it's a little bit of the social isn't media. Just a bit of, isn't it fun though? There's, I, I don't depends know. Like, a, depends how you take it. It's like when uh, the Viking clap, you know, Mick Ennis did that, you know, they weren't real happy in the end of coaching there, but like, <laughs> yeah. you know. But I, he's I, I, winners he, are grinners though. Yeah, I saw there is a little bit yeah. of that. I don't know. None of these people are actually trying to be mean, are they? Aren't they just trying to, isn't it like Steve Waugh used to say, sort of that mental, you know. Disintegration. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And get also we're one up on you. We've just yeah. we've got, got the edge on you. I think it's just, you know, in, in the AFL, there was um, the, the Bulldogs after the famously after their preliminary, preliminary final, they, they found footage of the guy singing and this, this song freed from desire. And then two weeks later, the, uh, like they, they played obviously the, uh, the, de uh, the demons, the demons win, and they were singing the exact same song. Going, you sung a little bit too early, and just a little, yeah, little, yeah. little early dig crow. At I, I don't mind the digging, but it's you know, just you've got to be able to back it up. That's the main thing. What about you guys? If you if you were getting sung and someone gave it to you like that, how would you feel if you're the loser? Oh, wouldn't worry me, mate. I'm easy. You know, some players get a bit passionate, get a bit pumped up, and say, "Boys." What about what they did? Let's not forget that. You know, put in the memory bank. Someone like a Shane Webkey or a Gordon Tallis, they get pumped up. But for me, I just let it go. So those, they're like, they're like things, elephants. They remember things, all that yeah, stuff. Those things simmer. They yeah. simmer for a while. And it, it, it'll get you through pre-season <laughs> and you're just like, oh, we're going to have a chance to get back at them. So I just... If you've got if you've got your opponent beat, you know, just you can be humble and just... Uh, just get oh, it done. Well, you know? well, what is that? What is that? Hey, what is humble? I know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, I remember MG saying on the grill team and Maddie as well saying, look, you know, we heard, you know, that when they beat us in the round games, you know, they talked about, we've got their measure and so forth. Yeah. And, and they just stuck up those, like the old school newspaper clippings of course. in the dressing room and said, Hey, remember boys, yeah. you know, that was a way the coach got you fired up. Like I, that's what I, you we'd, mean. We'd walk in, we'd walk in and there's, yeah, there's, there's what they've said about us during the week or someone's <laughs> just put us down. It's just like. It's a red rag to a bull, that sort of well, remember stuff. Remember in 1992, uh, um, I think, um, Wayne Bennett, he, um, he he pretended to write all these things about what Brian Smith said about the boys, and the boys got, you know, uh, the Wilders boys, they can't tackle on all this sort of stuff, Alan Langer, you know, suspect in defence and all that sort of stuff. 
But Brian Smith didn't actually write it. Oh, yeah. just really? it up. Yeah. That's amazing. So you yeah. just made it up and that fired the boys up. Yeah. Right, you, you got the done. You got the, the job done there yeah, too, the didn't you? The boys did, yeah, 28 eight, I think. Is that back to back? They beat uh, yeah. the Dragons in grand finals? And then 14 six in the second year, yeah. But that's what I mean. It's motivation. Yeah. You yeah, see those things and it, like it's. Yeah. Okay. It's a game of, like, it's a bloodlust sort of thing where you're like, what, what motivation do I need? And that little bit of extra motivation so by someone that, being cocky or putting you down. Don't give him the extra. No way. Okay. So the answer to the question from Mark, does it show confidence and passion or is it disrespectful? Confidence and passion or disrespect, Del? Well, I think it's disrespectful. Okay. A little bit of disrespect. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There you go. Please. Yeah. The, the DSL judiciary is available every single week. So if you've got a question out there and you want the brains trust to come up with the answer, <laughs> please get hold of us uh, at the DSL on socials and also on the website here at Triple M. We're going to have a bit of fun now, boys. It's around Cameo. Now, if you don't know what Cameo is, ladies and gentlemen, um, it is a platform, an app, where you can go on and get one of your favorite stars to wish you a happy birthday or one of your friends. Like a personalized message. Exactly. A personalized message by one of your sports stars. So for me, let's say Freddie Fittler comes on and goes, happy birthday, Gus, blah, blah. It would blow me away. It would be unbelievable. So that's what Cameo do amongst other apps are quite similar. You get movie stars and musicians. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they've all got a certain value attached to it, right? So I wanted to play a little game with you guys now because we saw on social media it popped up uh, last week that Joey Johns and Todd Carney are both on there, right? So just to give you an example, Joey is $122 for a personalized message. Wow. Todd Carney's $34. Yeah. Right? So, you know, that's sort of – you can sort of understand the value side of it. But someone like uh, Hugh Jackman might be – a grand or something like that, you know, not yeah. that the money necessarily goes to him, but it might go to a charity yeah, or something yeah, like okay. that. So I want to play a little game now called the Cameo Callout, Who Charges More? Yeah. Okay. Okey-dokey. So you guys got to come up with this. Mark Geyer or Willie Mason? Who charges more between MG. Mark Geyer, MG, Big MG or Big Willie? Willie Mason would. He's a bigger ego. I'm going, I'm going MG. Hakey dokey, you are right, Dell. Oh. Willie Mason is one hundred dollars. MG sixty dollars, and a bargain. It's not that it's not that big chinavies. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Love you, love you Will. Uh, Tom Travoyevich or Ryan Pappenhausen. Oh, Who Tom- is more for a personal greeting, Turbo or the Pap? Turbo. Turbo. Well, really, Tommy Turbo two hundred and seventy dollars. Ryan Pappenhausen, three hundred. Wow. Come on, Ryan. <laughs> Pull your head in. Wow. You're kidding yourself. I don't reckon Pappenhausen would even think he's worth three hundred for a personal <laughs> but greeting. But it's what they're willing to pay for it. That, that, that's obviously it's the market value yeah, deal. Imagine what like you are not on Cameo, you're on something Memo. else. Yeah, Memo. Memo. I'm, much... I'm having a break at the moment because I just don't feel up to it. Right. Well, how much if like before you're on, how much can oh, you remember how much I, you're I was, on? I think I was only like seventy five or eighty bucks or something. You're a bargain oh, at bargain. Yeah, And I killed bargain. it around uh, Father's Day and oh. stuff. It's, it's easy to do too. Big deal. Because I was just loving myself senseless. Oh. Like just <laughs> of course. But they write a little thing there and you go with it, so it's perfect. How can they not love you? Oh, you say love a bull. Thank you, mate. Aki Dokey. Number three, Patrick Dangerfield. This is in your territory, oh, yeah, dude. Danger up against Petrarca. So Patrick Dangerfield so, or Christian Petrarca, so who was more? Petrarca's just won the premiership. Yeah. I reckon, no, it'd have to be Paddy. Paddy Dangerfield. Have to be Paddy. Don't, Dangerfield. Oh, no. Wow. Dangerfield is 300. He's kidding himself for 300 just, just quietly as well. <laughs> Petrarca, I know he's he's full of Christmas he's, cheer and grand final. And about. 350. Oof. Okay, okay. To get a happy birthday from Petrarca, three fifty. You can imagine those demons. He's taking the there's, there's a couple of them in, in jail over in oh, WA. Well, we will talk about that again too. <laughs> Petrarca, he's taking the pee at three fifty. What about Paul Gallon or Big Sammy Burgess? Sammy Burgess. 
Sammy Burgess. Sammy Burgess more. for me. Both of you are correct. Yeah. Sam Burgess, two hundred. Yes, Paul yeah. Gallen, I reckon a bargain at one twenty-five. Oh, yeah, you know, like big sexy Sammy. I love Sammy. Isn't he looking sexy at the yeah, moment? Yeah, man. Well done in SAS too, mate. He killed it, mate. We talked to him last week. He yes. obviously knew he had won, but yeah. he had to keep it uh, quiet. But yeah. he's looking fantastic. He's turning his life around. He's got himself back. You know, that's we, we all expect him to do. Are you on? Are you on any of these things? I'm not, mate. But we do a lot of, heap of you know different video messages for, for <laughs> you do you do them for free because yeah. you're such a nice bloke. <laughs> Beautiful. Okay. We're going to do that cameo call out next week as well. You guys struggle a little bit there, but a lot of fun anyway. And that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you want to hear us live, you can catch us every Saturday morning on 104.9 Triple M. We'll be back next week, of course. And thanks for listening to us on the Listener app.